When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And golly, and range, and a to a Friday night bonus edition of Such United Talk Time on podcast. Don't worry, I'm not going to ruin your night by making you listen to me for ages and ages. Um, this was a YouTube video that I saw the other day um, for a couple of guys called George and Marcus who work for Football League World TV and their website is footballleagueworld.co.uk. I will link to the actual article um, in the description. But I asked them if I could share it with you guys, for anyone who didn't see it on Twitter, I know it was shared by a couple of us the other day on Twitter, but for those who aren't on Twitter, they might not have heard it. Say lots of nice things about us and talk about our chances of back-to-back promotions. So please enjoy, and if you do like it, go and check out our website. Um, But yeah, Football League World TV, it's Marcus and George, who will be taking over now. Thank you. Good afternoon, welcome back to Football League World TV. It's time for another episode of The Debate and here we're looking at whether Sutton United can deliver successive promotions this season. I'm your host, George Douglas. Joining me this afternoon is Marcus Alley. Marcus, how are you getting on? 
Yeah, very well. Thank you, George. Delighted to be on for this one. I think Sutton's been one of the most romantic stories of the EFL this season. So I'm yeah, very pleased and, and privileged to be on to, to wax lyrical about them in, in the next 20 minutes, half hour or so. Yeah, looking forward to this one. Uh, Sutton fans, wherever you're watching, do get in touch with across Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Let you know, let us know what you thought of this season so far. So far, I bet you're delighted. And let us know, can you deliver promotion? Will you be a League One side? next year. Uh, let's get straight into it. Now, Marcus, let's just look at Sutton's season so far uh, in general. Fourth in League Two, um, even in their wildest dreams, they might not have expected to be where they are at this point in the year at the start of the campaign. But you have to say they thoroughly deserve it, don't they? What, what have you made just in general so far of what they've been doing this year? Well, it's been a great ride, hasn't it? Um, they, they did start the season slowly. I think fans would have been a little bit worried that maybe it was going to be a bit of a big jump this season. But then out of nowhere, they seem to, to win six, uh, six league games out of seven and push themselves right in amongst the mix in, in the top seven. And the impressive thing since then is that they've been able to sustain that and, and they've been able to hang around in that position to get all the way to the January transfer window and just increase the hopes um, of the neutrals, I think, but also of the supporters that they can achieve back-to-back promotions. Um, they lost on the opening day to Forest Green Rovers with a, a late goal for, for Rob Edwards's men. And I think Forest Green, that they've gone on to probably exceed most people's expectations, but they've definitely been a side who's been up there in recent years in and around the playoffs and flirted with automatic promotion. We're expected to do so, not to this extent, but to to be right up there again this season. And Rob Edwards was extremely complimentary about Sutton on the opening day. It was, of course, his first match in Charles, so it kind of suited it to him to say, you know, we've beaten a good side narrowly. But he's been proved completely right and Sutton have been difficult opponents for almost everyone that they've come across ever since. So um, it's not been, uh, it's definitely had its ups and downs this opening half of the season, but they've come out of it in in the right way. And um, yeah, again, the Green Lane's been a very tricky place to go for, for other League Two opposition. Mm, and that's that's a handy segue there, Marcus, because I was going to get on to their home form in particular uh, early on in this show. Obviously, we're going to get on to strengths and weaknesses later on and, and look at individual players. But you've got to say their home form has been brilliant this year, hasn't it, again, to Green Lane? Uh, you know, it's one of those real old school grounds that, you know, plenty of clubs, I'm sure, don't exactly uh, relish going to. And, and Sutton have, have certainly enjoyed a lot of success there this year. You only have to look at the form table, looking at the last 10 home games in particular, the joint top of the form table alongside Tranmere Rovers, who obviously are going well now as well in League Two. Um, how important has that home form been? Obviously, you know, it, it looks pretty important, but how important will it be for them as well in terms of sustaining it? How can they ensure that it remains a fortress in the, the weeks and months ahead? Well, it has been absolutely huge, hasn't it? I think they've, they've won their last seven on the bounce at Ghana Green Lane in all competitions. And it was something that was leveled to them coming up, was it? more to do with the fact that they played on an artificial pitch last season was making it tougher for the sides with with more established stadiums in the National League, but absolutely none of it. Um, Their waveform has dropped off, so it has been important to keep putting in those performances on on home soil. I I see no reason why they can't um, sustain it going into the second half of the season. It's it's, uh, an experience for for plenty of... um, away squads and, and managers. I was um, at the game when they beat Mansfield 2-0 a couple of months ago and, and just to see uh, Sutton took the lead inside the opening five or six minutes in, in that game and uh, Nigel Clough's men were, were shell-shocked and it was all Sutton for, for the majority of the game that um, the home crowd really, really got on top of them. Um, 
And yeah, it's, it's a different experience. It's definitely, I know Harrogate had to do a, a similar sort of operation, putting in a, a grass pitch. Um, but it actually made Sutton lose money on getting promoted from the National League to League Two, which is quite a, a surprise. But, you know, to, to be able to, to keep the momentum and, and the wind in their sails has been brilliant to see. And, and their home form has been key to that. I don't see any sort of exact formula for, for a way size to go and, and try and stop a certain player or, or play a certain style to try and um, just stifle the opposition with, with Sutton so strong at home. So I fully expect them, them to keep it up and for it to be a big reason why they'll be there or thereabouts come the business end of the campaign. Mm, now, we've got a first comment coming uh, on YouTube. Uh, one Rovers Vlogs gets in touch, Bristol Rovers fan. That uh, should be interesting. We've got them away. In a few weeks, obviously mentioning uh, Sutton's home form, particularly strong. Do you think, Marcus? You know, and this brings us to the next point that we, we quite often see see teams come up from the national league uh, via promotion, obviously, and then they're immediately challenging at the right end of League Two. Um, there's probably a couple of reasons behind that. Um, one of the reasons I might put to you and see what you think about it is: is there just an element of you know with Sutton United? Let's be honest, a lot of these clubs that have been in League Two won't have known a great deal about them really. Obviously, they'll have been able to see them a bit in the National League, but in terms of an established League Two side, they've obviously not been that. So there's, they've kind of got that element of surprise and it seems to have caught out quite a lot of teams, as well as the obvious you know, momentum they've got um, coming up from the National League. I'd also say as well, there's probably not a massive gap, is there really, between the top of the National League now and most of League Two? Yeah, there's probably um, an argument to say that the access and, and the way that you can scout your opposition is probably a bit more difficult at those lower level. There's just not as, as as many platforms or as much detail on the kind of side. So for them to, to spring a surprise, maybe that has gone in their favour a little bit, although the gap is definitely reducing significantly between the National League and League Two, with it so difficult to almost get relegated from League Two at times. I mean, it sounds harsh to say, but we've seen some extremely poor teams stay up in League Two in recent years with just the two relegation spots. Compared to one automatic promotion place in the National League, it seems ludicrous to think you're outset at the start of the season if we've got to win the league title just to guarantee promotion. Um, but that, of course, makes it tougher and, and makes the team that does achieve that um, eventually go on to be sort of a much more established and, and better side than they would be if they were able to, to go up through the playoffs. So a, a team's never gone down in their first season from League Two after promotion to the National League. And that statistics looks like carrying on for, for many years to come with how both Sutton and Hartlepool have got on this season. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a difficult place to go as, as uh, one Rovers vlogs is, is looking forward to. But um yeah, it doesn't surprise me how well Sutton have done. Even Harrogate last season, and we've seen them go again this season. Forest Green came up from the National League not so long ago as well. So the gap is smaller than ever. It's not the case with Sutton, but there are a lot of professional clubs in the National League now. It's becoming more and more professional year on year. Of course, Sutton were semi-pro until very recently. So that, of course, has, has been able to, to close that gap a little bit, just having more and more full-time staff and, and full-time players um, on board. There's so many ex-League One, League Two or even higher players in the National League. So they're possibly more ready to, to make that jump up when they do get the opportunity to do so as well. Mm. Let, let's uh, let's look at some of the players now then, Marcus, at Sutton. I've got, let's look at some of their strengths, some of their more impressive stars. Uh, David Adjaboy is one that sticks out uh, immediately. Six goals so far this season. Uh, Alistair Smith in midfield as well, having a, having a great year. Uh, Donovan Wilson. Um, 
what 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 stands out to me as well. They're all relatively young players, aren't they? All sort of early twenties. None of them are, uh, are getting on in age. Some of their their key players, which is obviously a really good sign for Sutton. Um, you know, moving forward, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I'm surprised that we haven't seen any sort of high profile interest in in David Adjaboy this month. I do, I do think at 23, he's a great prospect. Um, the one thing that does stand out for him is his pace it's just absolutely electric and is very tough to defend against for some league one back lines um but yeah six goals one assist as, as you mentioned he's got the end product product um to back it up and he, he's huge in in the way that Sutton play usually coming in off off the right flank um Rob Milsom as, as well sort of on the other end of the spectrum 35 years old four goals and four assists this season he's a specialist left back he's had to fill in in central midfield at times. And I think his experience of playing in in the Football League um, has been huge in, in helping Sutton acclimatise, a real leader and a bit of a dead ball specialist as well, which Sutton have been strong from set pieces as well. So he's a he's a huge cog in the engine. I think Isaac Alaufe hasn't been as prolific um, as he was last season with just the four goals on loan from Millwall. But it's his intensity, it's his hold-up play, his physicality really occupies defences in League Two, which allows the likes of Boy. Um, operating around him to thrive and, and really cause problems. This is a team that's better playing on the front foot, I think it has to be said. Uh, Omar Bugil is, is another one, a striker, who's actually filled in at centre-back during their injury crisis in, in the last month or so. Has been a huge player, three goals and, and one assist, but just a player that's that made has made the step up really well and just applied himself and, and looks really at home in, in League Two as pretty much you, that goes for the, the rest of the squad as well. Um, there's, there's plenty of players that, that hadn't played a, a minute of, of uh, Football League action going into this season, but they've taken to it so well. Um, but yeah, those three mainly for me, I think Adjiboy and, and, and Milsom holding it all together uh, uh, will be critical in, in the second half of the season. And potentially Adjiboy will be, will be someone that some clubs will be sniffing a bargain around this month. I suppose that's the good thing for Sutton going forward. Is, um, you know, regardless of if they achieve promotion or not this year, they're definitely going to be a football league side, aren't they? And as you mentioned, a lot of those players in that squad, you know, particularly some of the younger ones, haven't had much football league experience. So this is a huge learning curve for them. And so, regardless of really what happens this season, any sort of worries about a second season syndrome in the football league where they suddenly struggle next year should hopefully be negated, shouldn't it? Yeah, I think if they can keep some. The continuity there, then I don't think they'd have a problem. I think Matt Gray could be someone that if they don't get promoted, a few clubs will, will be interested in. I'm not sure that Sutton would be able to compete financially, maybe if there's a side that comes down from League One and is, is looking at someone to, to help them bounce back straight away. Um, but if they can continue the sort of conveyor belt that they've had this season, I think Gray's rotated the squad, sometimes just shuffling the pack really nice. Uh, sort of rotation policy but also due to the injury crisis he's been able to to keep the morale high with every single member of the squad being involved um, which is, is quite important for, for squad harmony particularly when you've when you've gone up a league you don't want some players who were more involved last season not being able to make the step up um, so yeah it's it's all sort of gone completely according to plan possibly even exceeded the, the clubs and, uh, and Matt Gray's um, expectations, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about Sutton at all. To be honest, if they uh, if they aren't able to achieve promotion this season. Mm. So that said, obviously, you know it's it's, it's hard to criticise Sutton really uh, this season the way they've been going. But you know this is the debate, and we need to look at why they might fall short in the promotion race this year. Uh, are there certain weaknesses that you see in the Sutton team at the moment? Perhaps need addressing, Marcus? Are there particular 
areas that you think they they should probably be looking to address, particularly with the January window open at the moment as well? I think they could maybe add a little bit more depth in in central midfield. Um, yeah, it's just an area that, that, that they could address this month. But defensively, you have to look at it because they're a bottom half side, really um, trending in terms of their back line. And if if their finishing does go on a little bit of a barren run, then that that they they wouldn't be able to keep it tight at the back to, to keep getting points on the board. Um, so I think that's definitely the area to to prioritise but yeah I don't really see that that barren run coming with with the talents that they've got in in the attacking third um I'm, I'm not sure what what their budget will be maybe Matt Gray will will have a, a better knowledge of, of the sort of non-league market and where to find value within it um well more of a nous towards that than some other managers at the level so if they are to, to bring in some players to strengthen the squad it wouldn't surprise me if they are to to have non-league backgrounds as well as we see quite often in League Two, um, so even though they, they they do need to bring players in, I'm not sure they're going to be able to to shop in the markets as the other clubs that are around them in the league table. I suppose as well, uh, they perhaps want to, if they can, develop a knack of turning a few of those losses into draws. At least, I mean, they've only drawn three times so far in the league, fewer than any other side. Now, obviously, you know they've won enough games to be where they are, and that's fair enough. But perhaps. Turn a few of those losses into draws if they can. Just get a few more points on the board between now and the end of the season. It could just help them. You know, it, the way the League Two picture is looking, obviously Forest Green are, are well away at the moment, but it's very bunched below them and every point possibly could count. So just trying to get a few more draws on the board and obviously adding to those wins as well could be important for them too, couldn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, the away form has not been impressive in the in the last month, couple of months. So if there is a regression in their home form, then if, if the away form stays as it is, then they are going to fall away. Um, so as you mentioned, yeah, it does seem to be sort of when it rains, it pours. When they do let a couple of goals in, they'll end up letting their heads drop a little bit. Uh, maybe there is a little bit of um, fragility, sort of. A lot of these players haven't experienced this intensity of, of sort of week in, week out and just uh, the potential reward that could come off off the back of these results. Um, so, yeah, I think making themselves a little bit more hard to be on the road could maybe be a, be something that Matt Gray looks to do. Um, they, they are quite hell for leather, sort of trying to play in other teams' backyards just the way they do in their own, um, which, which sometimes doesn't pull off the best results. But I do think they'll be able to... I, I think there'll be a sort of balancing act. I don't think that home form will be as impressive, but still strong enough to keep them in and around it. And their, um, their away form will probably pick up as well. So it'll be, meet somewhere in the middle compared to the stark contrast that we're seeing at the moment. Mm. Uh, let's, let's look at some of the teams that are around them then in the promotion race at the moment. Obviously, Forest Green, you know, I think... Plenty of people backing them to win the championship at the moment. As it stands, they're still looking pretty strong. Tranmere have really, you know, climbed the table brilliantly, still not really scoring many goals, but getting wins on the board. And you've got Northampton, who obviously not too long ago were a League One side. Same can be said for Swindon. And then you've got the likes of Port Vale and Newport County making up the playoff places with teams like Mansfield running on rails at the moment. And obviously Exeter City, who are, you know, real playoff seasoned vet- veterans, Marcus. Um, which sides are in that pitch? Obviously, seven teams can have a shot promotion. Three go up automatically and then four via the playoffs. Which teams do you think could be the main threat to Sutton's chances this year? 
Well, it's definitely going to be really exciting. I think Port Vale got some games in hand. They've had an injury crisis as well. I, I would back Port Vale to definitely get themselves back into the automatic promotion pitch and moving forward. Newport County as well. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but if there was a league table that started when James Robery came in, I'm sure they'd probably be involved in, in the top three conversation. And then it is quite sort of dangerous looking over your shoulder if you're Sutton at the likes of Exeter, Leighton Orient, Salford City and Mansfield have, have won eight out of their last nine league games, which is just incredible in League Two. You don't usually see streaks like that. Um, so there definitely will be some some interchanging in, in the playoff places in the coming months. Um, it, it's just whether Sutton are able to establish the same level of consistency that they have in, in the first half of the season to keep some of them at bay. But in terms of who would possibly finish the highest and overtake Sutton, I do expect Port Vale definitely to do so. Um, Newport's performance data has remained strong, even though they've they've lost a few games recently. I think they'll be in and around it. Um, but Vale, I, I do think, look, a more established side in the promotion race. have got a really good squad under Daryl Clark and um, yeah, certain individuals that are possibly a, a little bit too good for, for League Two and should be able to stay the course of the season. Mm. Tramere and, and Northampton Town are a little bit reliant on their defence. Um, I, I think if they start shipping goals, they might not be able to to score them at the rate to to keep them um, in that top three picture. So I think Vale would be the main side that I see overtaking Sutton and possibly even even pushing Forest Green at some stage. Okay, and I suppose that's kind of adds even more to how impressive the job that Sutton are doing is. You just look at those teams that are around them. Most of them have been in playoff campaigns pretty recently in League Two and some of them have obviously only just come down from League One. It just kind of puts a real gloss on if you know even more was needed on what Sutton have done so far this season, doesn't it? Yeah, they are they are the odd one out in that regard. Um yeah, it's hugely impressive. Obviously Harrogate were right up there at the start of the season and at points last season, but um Sutton are doing even better than they were. I mean the credit that Simon Weaver's got it doesn't really feel like Matt Gray has received the same praise when they've been able to sustain it a lot longer than the Sulphurites did last season and evidently by this stage of this season. So, yeah, it's been one of the stories of the the EFL this season. I'm very much looking forward to covering how it progresses in, in the second half of the campaign. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty tough to do it justice, just the, the level of achievement that they've had. Um, you know, had some little runs in the FA Cup and the EFL Trophy as well. Um, so, yes, yeah, it's, it's been a real season to remember for, for Sutton United and long may it continue. Mm, OK, let's get to our conclusion. So today's topic on the debate has been, can Sutton United deliver successive promotions? Um, Marcus, what's your verdict? Can they and how will they do it via the top three or via the playoffs? They definitely can do it. Um, I think it's more likely that they do it via the playoffs. I think they definitely fancy themselves at the home leg of a, of a semi-final tie against the Green Lane at the moment. I think they're going to come around sixth place, fifth or sixth. Whether that means they have to drop out of the playoffs and then really get going again to break back in, I, I'm not so sure. I can see them probably hanging around. Their home form is just so strong and I think they will be able to continue to lean on that in the second half of the season. Um, you look at the managers in, in the promotion race, Matt Gray's been at Sutton quite a while now. Um, obviously, given the ridiculous results he pulled off, even last season, where their expectations wasn't for them to be anywhere near the playoff pitcher in the National League. The amount of buy-in he's got from his players, the talented players that they've got at the top of the pitch that I expect to hopefully re- remain in place this month. And just, yeah, the, the, the 
atmosphere around the club and the blend of youth and experience in the squad really stands them in good stead to kick on. And their performance levels have matched those around them. It's not like they're they're punching above their weight a little bit. Um, their performances on the pitch suggest that they should be above the likes of Exeter City, Leighton Orient in the league table. And I think they can probably um, keep them at bay and yeah, definitely book a spot in the playoffs. Mm, yeah, Sun United certainly going well this season. I have to agree with you as well, Marcus. I can see them finishing inside those playoff spots at least this year and giving themselves a chance of back-to-back promotions and try and get themselves up to League One. Uh, that's been the debate on Football League World TV and that's it for the channel as well uh, for today. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday morning, returns uh, the betting show at 10am. Sam Rock hosting that one. He's with Billy Mully and Ned Holmes. Then at 12.30, a fan debate at Rotherham United's January transfer window is under the microscope. Billy Mully hosting that one. He's joined by Miller's fan, Will Daniels. And then finally at four o'clock is the EFL weekend preview. Ned Holmes hosting that one. Ben Wignall and Adam Jones will be joining him. Uh, Marcus, thanks for joining me this afternoon, talking all things Sutton United. It's been great to get your thoughts. Uh, thanks to those that sent comments in as well. And do subscribe to our YouTube channel, Football League World TV. That'd be greatly appreciated. Like this video as well, if you can. That would also help us continue to try and grow the channel. But from myself and Marcus, it's bye for now. That was George and Marcus from Football League World TV. So thanks to them for having great content like that. And thanks to footballleagueworld.co.uk for allowing me to share that. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. To anyone who hadn't listened to it already, uh, please like and subscribe to their channels. Help them get out more content, especially when talking about such a great club as ours. Hopefully I'll join you again on Sunday. We will be covering the Stevenage game, all things being equal. And we will see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. United! 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 Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.